right Ambo Ambo is back and back in the studio doing a studio episode and at this point what that means uh, by now compared to the live um, live episodes is that um, obviously no one can type in no one can uh, call in this is just you and me uh, it's no no guests it's just a mono e mono talk um, although I, I do have that on the live shows quite a bit wanted to get back into the rhythm of recording again and doing some good old-fashioned episodes here been thinking about doing some skits doing some skits um those do take some work everybody editing and i'm not sure i'm not sure how many people uh write in and and you know tell me about man i really like that skit you should do it something like that all the time although i do like you doing something like that in the beginning because it reminds you that this is a, a comedic show i think i i get very serious or i get too too serious on this show um sometimes uh it's a comedic show it's a show about movies it's a show about co comics and although i i don't talk about them nearly as much as i should uh, i'm trying to think of the last comic i read um I'm actually in the process of getting rid of, of, of comics, <laughs> but that's easier said than done. Actually, motiva motivating myself to get rid of comics is not an easy task by any means. Um, it's just, it's one of those hobbies uh, that you just, as, as, as inspiring as comics are, they just add up so much when, you know, you get older and you just can't keep collecting them you, you'll just rot real run out of room and uh so i've been looking at uh, downsizing them but it's not easy because i have i have a lot um that I, I like i like still um i was able to give away some to goodwill some of the issues that were just kind of well i was buying out of habit really that aren't really memorable issues to me uh so, yeah, what do you do then, you know? And I, I honestly don't buy on cosmic, uh, comicology, comic, I can't even say the, the damn word, comicsology that much. I don't know, it's weird. It's, I think part of the reason is why I don't buy comics digitally as much anymore. Well, for one, they're the same price pretty much that you'd buy them in the comic store for so it and you're not getting the actual book in your hand so what the hell and two you know you, it's just not in the open anymore you don't have to go it's just right there but you have to remember to you know open the app up and, and to download it and buy it and it's just like it's just uh it's like one of those out of sight out of mind things you know and another thing that's kept me from buying comics especially marvel and dc is, is some of the dumbass moves they've been making as far as what i've been hearing about um catering to certain uh 
social justice agendas, which is uh, pretty idiotic, and, and getting away from just telling good stories with good characters. I mean, when you, you make characters called uh, what, Snowflake and uh, I forgot the, what the other one was, but the other one used Internet Gas, I believe. What are they doing? Just stop this silly nonsense. Stop it. Make good characters that we care about with good stories um, that aren't so hokey. Please, please, can we stop doing that? Um, they're alienating a longtime audience. If you don't want that audience, oh, you don't care. Okay, well, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna support it. It's so stupid, you know. Um, I don't know. It's annoying. So I don't know. Um. I'll still go back from time to time, try to download some some issues of Wolverine where I can. If you know, I, I'm so behind in even his storyline in Old Man Logan, and I'm hearing X Men has has made it a little bit of a comeback, you know. But I, I got so lost in that, and X Men is a title that can kind of meander and go all over the place. Like it just it loses a, co a certain cohesion after a while. Um. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. I think they do so much with the characters that maybe they don't need to do. They shake things up too much. And, yeah, you just lose track of a, a sense of a cohesion, of momentum in the stories. And then that's why I'm not buying X-Men anymore. So what the hell? Um... So yeah, I mean, the future of the comics is like a Kickstarters and, and indie and all that. It's just, um, I don't know. It, again, it's one of those problems where it's if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. You know, there's something to having a comic book store that you can go in and buy comics at. There's something to having a video store where you can go in and rent movies and browse. It's about that browsing visually, you know, and digitally, if you don't know what to look for, um, or if someone doesn't recommend something to you, you're, you're really on your own and you, the browsing level goes down quite a bit. And to me, a big part of comics, it's always about going into that store and looking around. That was a big part of the whole ritual. But now comics are so overpriced, man. And it's just like, how can I justify this? I'm going to finish reading this story in about maybe 30 minutes tops, maybe probably less than that 10 minutes 20 minutes a lot of these and uh granted if you buy a comic with characters you like and it's a good artist and a you know a decent story or a good story okay but at the same time it's like geez that was the price of a meal a freaking meal you know and it's like okay and once you're done with it you just put it away somewhere and it, it's going to be gone, you know, put, be put away for a long time. And who knows when you're going to go back and reread it. Although I will say, when you go back and reread your comics, it does have a um, nostalgic feel to them, like a time capsule, which I do appreciate. But I have not had time to go back and reread my old comics, but I maybe it's something I need to do. Need to do on this show. Um, because I do go back and rewatch my old movies. Um, hence the commentary I've been doing. 
Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying the commentary. I'm looking at doing more of them. Uh, I, I know uh, I've been feeling the need to uh, watch The Wolverine and do a commentary on that because I like that movie quite a bit. And even though it's it's not perfect, it still has some flaws in it, but mostly it's pretty good. Um, I've just gotten into watching, rewatching uh, The Hobbit. And uh, what brought this on was I, I was on YouTube and I was just kind of browsing around and uh, there's a channel on YouTube that goes into the lore of Lord of the Rings and the, the books and everything. And it's really amazing how vast uh, the world building is and it, how it kind of like it's really neat like the uh, the author of the channel he comes up with alternate storylines for Lord of the Rings like uh, well what if Gandalf had the took the ring what would happen and you, you could still trace the the elements of where people are at and when they are at that time you know, how long it takes for these characters to get it from point A to point B, and the most logical conclusion of what, of what would happen. And they all make for pretty dang good stories. Like, like these, like good what if stories. And they're all kind of plausible. And you gotta, you gotta, you know, he, he, he's basing this on some of the notes from uh, Tolkien and some of his thoughts on it but um a lot of it just seems so plausible because tokian built such a, a detailed well thought out world that it's almost like a living thing that it, it can kind of keep um perpetuating alternate storylines and have it make sense and it kind of uh in a way and have a cohesion to it um so that's really neat. Hopefully, maybe I can find the link for the guy, and uh, and tell you and and you know you can check out his videos. I think part of this too that brought this on. I was um, researching stuff about D and D because I've been playing uh, D and D. You know, I've been hosting the uh, fifth edition uh, group um, two to three times a month. So I'm I'm kind of getting you know into it and going over the rules, relearning the rules for this edition and previous editions. Like I, before this, it was 3.5. 3 There's a good video on, well, what's the difference between 3.5 and, and 5th edition, which they're both very similar because they use the, uh, uh, the D20 mechanic. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's pretty interesting. That's a whole nother podcast. I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole because that's a whole like D&D podcast. Um, but yeah, so I watched The Hobbit tonight, and I had a lot of fun watching it on my projector. Uh, projectors are, are, are fine for watching YouTube stuff, but they really are great for watching movies with a good sound system. Um, and I, I think the, the Hobbit is underrated. I, you know, if people gave it a lot of hell... Um, but I think it's still a good, solid movie. Um, for one, you don't have as much CG being done, like in, in the five the five armies. And there's a lot of practical 
uh, makeup that's done really well. There's like this orc that Bilbo fights and he falls into the pit and it's right before he encounters Gollum for the first time. And just the makeup is done so well on the guy uh, on the guy playing the orc and everything. It's just like the way he moves and everything. It's just like, wow, that's well done. And it's real and you get a sense of that that's really there and there's just, it's really, you know, there's, you know, there's some scenes where it's like, I kind of wish, you know, when they go to the, the oh, spoilers here, by the way, uh, when they go into the uh, goblin underground uh, mine there, or lair, um, I kind of wish the goblins had a different color scheme, because they, they look a little bit too much like orcs. Um, but, you know... Uh, you know, they act like goblins and everything, so okay. But there's just some good shots of uh, welcome post shots and, and Gandalf, you know, using his magic to clear out a whole bunch of goblins and showing up. And I mean, it, you got McKellen as Gandalf in this. It's like, it, he's still, he's great. He's amazing. Um, Christopher Lee's in there still, and they have a good scene. And uh, Kate Planchette and... Uh, Elrond, and it's just, it's still solid, you know? Um, and uh, I like the Desolation of Smog a lot, too. I like that when that came out in the, in, in the theater. Um, I don't remember many people talking about it, maybe because I was on the road a lot. But I, I like the hell out of that. Um, because, and I, I think those first two movies are the strongest of, definitely the strongest of the three, because it's the closest to the narrative of the book you know the book you know doesn't dedicate too much time after the uh after uh well big spoilers here after after smog gets killed um whereas the five armies really embellishes that last the last you know chapter or two um and and you know the the, the five armies you know has some good moments in it but it is a big CGI fest and it's like man I just he kind of got away well he did get away from using I think a lot of practical um, extras and, and makeup and stuff like that on them and uh, in the scope of it, it, it it's I don't know it, again to me the whole thing was leading up to the dragon vanquishing the dragon and then after that this felt like a um an ep epilogue you know but there, there's some good dramatic moments with uh thorin and and bilbo and um like i like the scene where he's taken on um uh the orc uh, and and the orc is under underwater like under the under the uh under the ice and everything and that was that's that's neat that was memorable um but yeah, I, I'd say overall, I think the Hobbit uh, series, they, I think people gave it a lot of shit, and I think they went overboard on it. I think I think it's still quite solid uh, movies to watch. I think it, it's always compared to you know uh, Lord of the Rings, and that's that's a tough one because yeah, even you know you compare the books, and it's like yeah, definitely Lord of the Rings is more epic in scope. But I kind of like the, the the personal, more personal, concentrated on this guy, 
this halfling and, and these dwarves it's on that focus of a story was 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 nice and it's easier to digest uh and and book wise you know than lord of the rings lord of the rings was that was like when we were growing up that was like for the hardcore uh tolkien fans like the hardcore middle earth like uh, at that point i'm like yeah just give me the cartoon version i want the cartoon version <laughs> and uh and uh, i'll go from there because i wasn't ready to handle um those books when i was in grade school really i was still kind of reading the narnia stuff which was easier to digest and uh you know reading the hobbit and there, there's some detailed stuff in the hobbit you know when you're you know when you're in uh fourth and fifth grade or what have you it's you know there's still a lot going on there a lot of history and everything but you, the the gist and the motivation is easy enough to understand um but yeah it's cool um it's good to go back to the classics um you know and especially you know it's what you know made me want to can i go back to read uh fantasy again and uh and and lord of the rings again um you know uh i've been reading uh the gray mauser uh books but those Fafner and the gray mauser books those to me have been very hard as much as i appreciate the pulp nature of them i have a hard time kind of uh reading them i think the style uh that fritz uh uses is just it's just hard for me to keep going with it it's it's a real effort and i i just it's too bad because i like the premise of the two guys but again i i think it's just you have to really work at what the uh, author is trying to convey and it just doesn't drop onto your shoulders real easily it doesn't it, you know and and it's with you know robert e howard with conan it's like he he paints such a great picture of an atmosphere uh, of what this barbarian is is doing and um he conveys a lot with with a lot less i think um as far as uh the age of things and the opponents that conan has to fight and kinds of people um but in the Fafner uh, and the Grey Mauser it's like you do get some of that but there's just I just felt like there's just so much unnecessary it doesn't flow very well it, it doesn't feel like it's um like I really have to sit down and concentrate the hell out of you know the pages you know and some of the short stories i like that it's like an anthology of short stories kind of but then some of the stories really go on and it's like okay we don't need to you know keep going with this <laughs> so, so i have a really hard time and i really wanted to like um you know i read the first book and i'm doing like think, think the second one and i'm having a hell of a time getting through it so i'm like i can't i can't i can't do it it's not fun anymore you know you hit a point where it just stops being fun to read a book because the style just doesn't mesh with with how what you like to read in stories or how you like to read um so yeah i got my an hp lovecraft book uh, up there on my stack of books and it's like the whole compilation a whole bunch of short stories 
um, some of his famous stories. That's kind of fun to, to read in small bits. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, as far as, well, I'm really going into books, but movies, as far as I've seen, I've, I haven't seen A Quiet Place 2. I was tempted to go see that, but I'm just kind of holding out to get paid to go see that, or to go see it, but, get, you know, waiting to get on my paycheck there. Um, just so you know, I think Uncharted, no, Uncharted, <laughs> Unhinged. <laughs> I always want to say un Uncharted because it's more popular, but Unhinged with Russell Crowe is on. It was on Amazon Prime. Hopefully it's still there. I can. I want, I want to do a commentary on that. Um, yeah, so... Oh. Give me just a second here. Sorry, guys. Got to plug in the computer. Don't want to lose you guys here. There we go. So, a friend recommended a question from a book. It has to do with... Um, it's called the complete book of questions. So it's like when you're getting to know somebody, what are some questions you ask? And, and I got a sample of this book. I'm going to read maybe a couple of these out and I'm going to try to answer them based on my own life uh, up to this point. Um, so this is here. As you explore these uh, 1001 questions, make the most of the conversations that ensue. Share your responses openly and listen intently to one another. Uh, in so doing, you'll express self unselfish candor and respect, which will go a long way towards taking your relationship to a whole new level. Now that's a gift you can treasure. Um, light and easy topics uh, that you would talk to somebody to break the ice. And let's see here. Number one, do you squeeze the, tooth, the toothpaste tube or roll it? What's the advantage of your method? Now that's hilarious. <laughs> that's, a, that's quite the funny uh, icebreaker. I like that. Um, I think if you could say that with a straight face to somebody, you're doing all right. Which I might attempt this one. Doing it doing like, quite like that. Um, my own answer, uh, what's the advantage of... Uh, I squeeze, but then when it gets down to the very last bit of it, I start to roll it from the end, from the bottom, and it starts to roll up, uh, the toothpaste tube, and, uh, I try to get the, I maximize the most tooth, toothpaste as much as I can get out of the tube, and I've gotten really far down, like, I've gotten it, the whole thing's been rolled up, and I squeeze the life out of it, like, with my thumb, on top of the, the the rolled part and my other fingers compressing it and yeah, i've gone so far to even use scissors to <laughs> use scissors to cut um you know because i've just been so low on it and i haven't gotten to the store for whatever reason just too many other priorities and uh and just i'd scrape the toothpaste out of the tube after i cut it with the scissors so there you go so that's, that's uh, Hambo's answer to that. Um, maybe I'll go out and I'll try that when I'm, when I'm doing my once a week. Uh, be social. 
the social uh, thing. So, um, number two, we'll do two of them here. Uh, well, the next one's really good too. Uh, this one's an easy one. How many siblings do you have? What's your birth order? I have one brother and one is enough. <laughs> one brother and one is enough. Trust me. I'm glad there weren't more. <laughs> but, no, get me wrong. I love them. But uh, it's it's been... Uh, uh, overall, it's been good. But it's, it's also been... Uh, it's challenging. It's challenging sometimes. Uh, but without, I don't want to get go too far into that because I don't think this is, uh, you know, I'm not gonna roast my my bro on here. But uh, I love him. But it's challenging sometimes. Um, and he'd probably say the same same thing about me. I think uh, our personalities are the same, but definitely different. And um, those two those two forces uh, can can really uh, go back and forth. Um, quite a bit. Uh, how many siblings? Okay, with the birth order, uh, he's four years older than me, so there's that. So, uh, you know, it, it four years. It, that's a difference. So when you're when you're growing up, especially grade school, um, everything's huge difference. Even if uh, there's someone ahead of you, and you know, by one one year, that's a pretty big difference. But let alone four. And definitely high school, it plays its part. Um, I was a freshman in high school and he was a senior. College, not so much. It's so funny. College was kind of a big equalizer, which I found so bizarre. Well, I don't know. In a way, freshman is still kind of freshman, though. It's still to start over and you still kind of get treated eh, kind of like whatever, especially... Uh, if you decide to join a fraternity or whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, because it's interesting because when you get in college, I think I had the same classes with my brother here and there. Like we had, I think, two, maybe one or two classes together in art history, which was fun. Um, so that was, I mean, that never happened in, in high school or whatever, you know. So that was, I thought that was so wild. Um, so there you go. There's there's a couple light, easy questions. There's going to be some more as I, as I do some more uh, podcasts. These are pretty general. They're not movie-oriented. I'll try to kind of, you know, have them go that way, but these are pretty specific. Um, next one's good. I can kind of work that into, into what I talked about. But, um, yeah, not bad. Tell me what you guys think. Um, you can always send me an email at uh, ScreamingEagles7 at gmail.com. Uh, or, or leave a comment on the uh, on the wall if you have a Android phone or whatever. I think you can leave a comment there. But, uh, well, I'm going to be wrapping this sucker up. we got doing the traditional lean half hour here. But i got to get back to doing some video podcasts. Uh, I think I've stopped doing those because my background isn't very professional. <laughs> my, my physical studio background is, uh, yeah, less than ideal. And I, I'm too lazy to put up a, a black curtain, which I do have a black background. And 
it's pretty stuffy in the studio here and uh, uh maybe I'll, I'll try that again but you know uh green screen been looking into that but been too lazy or haven't had the money when i needed it and i'm looking for the right green screen to use uh maybe something for the for the chair or something really small uh, but not too big not too small something that can cover enough and uh yeah so that might be one of the reasons why i'm done a video I, I suppose i could always put on like a background image but really the fun of video podcasts is that you get to see me and my facial expressions and and it's more i don't know you get to watch it on youtube and all that and that's all fun that's a whole another audience but all right i'm gonna call this one an episode and thanks for listening thanks for hanging in there and uh yeah i should get back to my one of my missing 411 books and talk about one of the chapters in there i just finished the north america no beyond north america and beyond one which was i think his third book um so yeah um all right so i'll see you here again i'll probably be doing a live episode next till then may you all have long days and pleasant nights